You're listening to the Ministry 127 Podcast, a ministry of Paul Chapel and the Lancaster Baptist Church. Today's lesson is on the four basics of building a church website with Jeremy Lofgren. Jeremy Lofgren is a graduate of West Coast Baptist College, and he serves as the Media Department Director at Lancaster Baptist Church, where he oversees audio, video, and website development. As I started to think about the different uh, components, the different skill sets that are required to to build a website, uh, immediately a couple jumped to mind, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna look at each of them now and, and try to understand uh, understanding the four skills. And uh, the first one that we want to look at is the creative skill set, and that asks the question: What will this site look like? What will this site look like? That's the, that's the user experience side. That's the graphical side, the interface side, uh, a, uh, an eye for uh, graphics and navigation uh, within the website. There's a couple things that I think are important when it comes to the creative side of, of building a site. And I think... Uh, a main one is, especially if you are uh, a very creative person, I think one of the, the major important uh, things to understand is that we should stay within standards for navigation. Uh, a lot of times um, we want to get very creative and, and come up with a way to navigate a web page that nobody's thought of yet and be very unique. But that can actually be, uh, it can be interesting, but it also can be frustrating to a user uh, and there are, you know, there are certain things that people expect with, you know, uh, a menu across the top with drop-down, uh, drop-down selections from it. And there's certain standards that uh, you don't want to let your creativity uh, overtake those standards to a point that uh, it can it can hurt the usability of your site. And I. The other thing about creativity is that design, the user interface should always be secondary to the content that's being presented. Great design, really great design, especially when it comes to design for web, great design gets out of the way and lets you experience and relate to the content that's being presented. Um, So... Really, one of the first considerations, and, and this is this is kind of my background coming into web was I came from a print design. Uh, that's that's what I had done for several years. So um, that was kind of my first skill set as I looked at how do you how do you put together uh, different skill sets to to build a site. And the first one was this creative with those kind of general standardizations for the creative aspects. Um, the second, we'll talk about these, how these uh, relate here in a moment, is uh, programming. And that asks, how will it work? So you have these, these creative um, inputs and this, this creative... Uh, leg of of what you build a website, but uh, kind of on the other side of that is the programming of how it's going to work, and that's that's uh, about stuff like site building solutions. Are we are, there's and there's 
hundreds of them, you know, different variations. You can build a, uh, a website, you know, page by page, which is kind of the traditional standard way of building a site. You build each page and link them together. Um, there's, you know, online site building tools like WordPress and Squarespace. We'll talk about some of those in a minute. Uh, the content management systems, uh, we use one here. And and there's, there's those kind of programming uh, structural considerations about uh, about how the site is actually going to function. Um, obviously, hosting solutions come come into play there. Who's going to uh, who's going to host it? Um, what company are you going to host it yourself? Those are all kind of kind of programming uh, issues. And and as I, as I began to think about these uh, skill sets of of, of web, the, those are the kind of the two big rocks of the skill sets of, of creating a website. And those were the really, uh, as I was putting some thoughts together about this, those were the, the two that came to mind immediately. And often um, these two are in uh, contrast and even at times conflict with one another, the user interface and the, and the design side uh, and the programming side. Um, but as I, as I be, so, so I immediately thought of those two kind of big pillars, the uh, creative and the programming. Uh, but there are really two others as well that I think are probably more important and maybe one that we wouldn't always think of when we, when we think about skill sets. And uh, the next one, sorry, is... Uh, Strategic. Strategic. And strategic asks the question, should we do this? And um, too many sites that I've seen didn't ask this question uh, bef- before it got started. Or uh, uh, another question it asked is, what's the purpose? What's, what's the end goal of this, of this site? A lot of times in website building, we, we, tend to, we can tend to kind of jump in, start designing, start uh, programming, start coding, whatever, and, and not start with this strategic understanding of, of, in the end, once this site is live and people are using it, what are they supposed to use it for? Well, you know, what is, what's, what's the end result? What's this supposed to happen? Another question that, that's important to ask in this strategic phase is, what's the audience of this site? Who's, who are we going to uh, reach? And this is not only uh, this is not only pertains per site. It can it can pertain per page or per feature or for per section of your site. So obviously, uh, a, a page or a site that that is speaking primarily to your church family, it's going to be designed different. It's going to have different elements. It's going to have different content than than uh, something that's made for. Uh, the lost or unchurched as an evangelistic tool. Another very important strategic question is how much time are we willing to commit to updating this site? I think I think uh, um, a lot of churches set down and begin building a site or begin building a, a, a section of a site. 
And, uh, you know, we have all these ideas, creative ideas of things that we can do online. And we are very focused and think about creating that site or that feature or that page. Um, but it's really important in the, in the outset that we think about what commitment level is there in this feature or this site or this page. And I've told uh, people that have called and asked questions that, you know, I think every church ought to have a website. The extent of that website really, is, really can come down to this question. I think every church ought to have a website with some photos of their church and their schedule of service and their contact information. And if you look at your schedule, and, and I know that a lot of churches, you know, the guy who does the website is also the bus director and the choir leader and teaches in the school, okay, and we, and we wear a lot of hats. Um, and I think it's better to have static content that is correct and that's applicable than to have Easter's ad still up in July. Because when, we're, when we were building, we're thinking, oh, this is a great place to put our next upcoming event, but, but we didn't think through. That means every time we have an event, we're going to have to take the old one down, put up the new one. Um, obviously, the more content that you can post, the more uh, up-to-date you can keep it, the better traffic you're going to have and the better uh, impact it's going to have. But it's better uh, to, uh, to think that through in the beginning and to be honest and, and uh, reasonable with your expectations about, about what you're going to do. I learned this. Never build a site or a feature that you are not willing to support forever. Never build a site or a feature that you're not willing to support forever. When I, you know, when I started, I thought, man, we're going to start pumping out podcasts, video podcasts, audio podcasts. It was me and one guy. We're doing all these sites. Um, and you know, I, when I made this grandiose decision, I didn't realize that that was going to take you know, a quarter of somebody's work day or work week, I mean, to pump those out every week, you know, and I remember sitting down and I thought, I said, no, I think, um, you know, we could be, we could have Sunday mornings video and audio podcast posted and ready to download by about one o'clock on Saturday, on Sunday afternoons. Well, that's, that was just my naivete about, uh, about how much time that, that things ta- uh, take, um, but we, we went ahead and, and we got personnel and we're help, uh, got some help and we're doing better now at that. Um, but uh, it was one of those things where, I, where we created this feature and now you know, we've got to live with it. We've got to support it. And this obviously means that we might not implement every idea that we have. I've got, I've got a lot of great ideas for our website. and I have people come up to me all the time and go, have you ever thought about doing this? And usually the answer is yes, but, um, you know, that takes a lot of time, a lot of uh, a lot of effort, and we're, and we're putting time and effort and energy into our uh, into our sites. But we have to be strategic about what features we're supporting and and, uh, and what we're doing. So there's there's the strategic skill set. 
Um, and last, probably the most important is content. What will this site say? You've heard the key to, key to great real estate is location, location, location. The key to a great website, the key to building website traffic is content, content, content. People are coming to a website for content. That's why they come. And, and content can be text, it can be photos, it can be audio, video. It's, it's, it's what you're actually delivering. And again, you have, to, you have to think about who's going to be responsible for creating this content. Is it going to be me, or am I going to work with somebody else on our team? Is it somebody, going to be somebody else in our, our church or a volunteer? Who, who's going to be creating these videos or these posts or these articles, whatever we're, we're going to be creating? Um, so those are kind of the, uh, the four, I think, pillars of, of the website skill set. Um, let's look at how these four relate to one another. Uh, relating, relating the four skills. Okay, we have, we have these, these different ones. Uh, and, and here I hope this will be practical and helpful. Uh, the f- so let's talk about first the four skills in relation to you. I think a key to understanding is, at best, there are some exceptions, but at best, you are probably only going to be personally possessed two, at best, of these skill sets. And, and typically, um, somebody who is good at the creative side, typically, is not great at the programming side. And vice versa. Those two are often um, different types of personalities and different, uh, just different ways of thinking. I've known a few people who are good at both, but it's, but it's pretty rare. So, so if you personally are only going to possess at best two of these skills, then you'll have to compensate for the other two or three through either other people and the other people could be staff or volunteers. We have some great people in our church that have helped us uh, on a volunteer basis with different web projects. So you've got to either compensate either through people or through tools that we'll talk about in a little bit. Next, the four skills in relation to your team. And again, by team, I, I, I don't necessarily mean a paid staff. I know, um, you know, I have the privilege of working with three or four or five full-time web guys, and a lot of people don't have that. Um, but again, team could be volunteer. It, can be, uh, it, it could be paid staff. But uh, in relation to your team, as, is, as you think about these, these skill sets, I think probably if you have a team of people that you work with and you, and you know some people that have helped you, you can probably pick through, oh, that's that guy's skill set. Oh, and that guy helps us with that. 
and, and you, can break, you can break that down. It helps you identify roles and re, uh, responsibilities uh, as you build a team so you don't frustrate people by expecting them to do all four. Um, we started, I kind of had this idea that I would assign this guy the church website, and he would do everything related to the church website. And I would assign this guy the college website, and he would do everything related to the college website. And this guy would be the Striving Together site. And we do have some breakdown of ownership of posting and making sure things are working and making sure posts are current. But I soon figured out that that's not really the best way to manage uh, people in these skills. It's like building a house. You don't assign a plumber to build one house and a drywaller to build one house and a framer to build another house. You, you have each of them work on their, their parts in all, all of the houses. Um, and if, if we're coming to people and expecting them to, to do all three, that can be, or do all four, that can be uh, a frustrating thing without giving them some tools to compensate for, for, uh, for some of their weaknesses. So let's talk about that, compensating for the four skills. Also, in, um, in relation to the four skills, working with them, there are probably some that would disagree with this, and there are probably some that are in this situation. Don't throw things at me. But, but this is my opinion. Um, I believe that it is best, if it's possible, that um, a person with uh, a more that that has better handle on the creative user interface skill be uh, in charge or be over um, the programming side. I do think that that is um, that's that creates a best user interface, and I can go to a website. I can think of some right now that are that work wonderfully. I mean, they really do magical stuff, but their interface is just horrendous, and it and it and it um, it makes it a, a poor uh, user experience. So, it, I think ideally, the the structure should be probably uh, uh, set up that way. So, compensating for for the four skills. Let's talk about compensating for the uh, strategic, okay? It's not a good idea to just compensate for strategic. It's, it's a good idea to consider it, uh, uh, to consider will people use this. In other words, um, uh, to, to step back before you jump into a site or a page or a section or a feature and, and ask these important strategic questions. Will people use it and can we keep it maintained um, as we talked about, we'll get through these quickly. Content, really, there's no compensating for lack of content. Co- content, is, that's, that's like, compensating for lack of content would be like compensating for lack of Christ's redemption and salvation. Uh, you'll, uh, without content... There's really no need for a website, you know. It's like compensating for the Bible or something. It's it's really it's really a must, and you really have to consider who's going to be creating this stuff. 
Um, but commentating for creativity. So let's say that you are the, the, the programming nuts and bolts type of guy. Um, what, what can you do uh, to compensate for the creativity that you lack or that you struggle with? Obviously, you know, if you can get some help with, from a person, that's, that's best. But you can also use some high-quality templates, and there's a lot of, of them available. Online, um, uh, a, a lot of places that, that, that call me that want to get started, uh, you know, iWeb, if you have a Mac, has some great looking templates that you can get running very, very quickly. Um, some purchase templates online. We'll, we'll talk about, uh, uh, look at other sites for inspiration. Copy the look and feel of, a, of another site. I wouldn't copy the complete color scheme, photo placement, entire look and feel of the other Baptist church that's in your city. Okay? <laughs> but... Um, but you know all kinds of sites from from a, from a variety of uh, of different um, different places you can look at, and, and also some design resources. Okay, uh, I believe uh, that design is something that can be learned. Here's a few of them that have uh, been helpful to us. Uh, Smashing Magazine has a lot of good free resources, uh, a lot of good templates for. WordPress and CSS, CSS Mania, CSS Line uh, um, and some some other uh, some other templates and so forth. And and this by no means is a list that's complete. You can, but I trust you all to work Google and everything like that. Type in the right uh, lines. Obviously, um, I'm not endorsing everything on CSS Mania. Okay. From our church, uh, but um, it's it's a it's a place to get some ideas. Um, programming. What do you do if if you're on the other hand, you are um, a creative person, but but you struggle with how to make stuff work, uh, and you don't have a team. iWeb or Microsoft Expression Engine, both are very. Um, I've used iWeb, and, and I'll tell you. My skill set is not programming. I'm not a programming guy. Um, my skill set is, is much more the creative user interface side. Um, and we have a very talented, smart crew of people that help me to actually make stuff work. Um, so if I'm like at home and working on some projects, I'll pull up an iWeb and, and use it. Microsoft Expression Engine, I haven't used, but I've heard it's uh, decent. I can't believe it's from Microsoft, but you know that's what I've been told. Um, uh, some online site building. Um, I think Squarespace uh, I've used a couple times, and, and that's a pretty uh, pretty good and intuitive um, website building online. You could, it's very well done, nice templates that are very customizable. Uh, you can drag around. It's 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 very simplistic uh, approach, but it has some pretty powerful tools as well. Uh, Squarespace, uh, uh, WordPress, Blogger, Shutterfly—some of these 
online. If you're looking for some sort of uh, quick blog uh, kind of uh, site, a lot of those are good resources. You don't have to have a lot of uh, programming skills to uh, to manage and to 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 maintain. So that kind of a nutshell is is how I try to look at and and break up the different parts of, of building a website and how I try to get my mind around who's doing what and who's responsible for what. Thank you for listening to the Ministry 127 podcast. Today's lesson was on the four basics of building a church website with Jeremy Lofgren.